Hello and welcome to Resonate Community Church's Student Ministry Sunday Stream. Welcome to November. Hope everyone had a wonderful and safe Halloween if you celebrated. If you just had a chill night at home, I hope that went well for you as well. What a great, uh, what a great way to start November. At least we have some sunshine out, out there and, uh, and the temperatures aren't as terribly cold as they have been these last couple of weeks and thankfully the snow is gone now as we get a fresh start in November. So uh, hope all is well with everyone. Just a reminder, the Sunday stream uh, is, available, is available to you for the first time every Sunday evening around about 6.30 p.m. And then shortly after on Monday, we convert this into a podcast that's available to you as well. And then it's of course archived on the student ministry website and YouTube. Uh, for video recordings and playbacks anytime throughout the week. Uh, so the Sunday stream is here for you to stay connected, catch up on what went down on Wednesday nights, and uh, just just an opportunity to, to see to see what's going on in our ministry. Hello and welcome to Resonate Community Church's Student Ministry Sunday Stream. Welcome to November. Hope everyone had a wonderful and safe Halloween if you celebrated. If you just had a chill night at home, I hope that went well for you as well. What a great, uh, what a great way to start November. At least we have some sunshine out, out there and, uh, and the temperatures aren't as terribly cold as they have been these last couple of weeks. And thankfully the snow is gone now as we get a fresh start in November. So. Uh, hope all is well with everyone. Just a reminder, the Sunday stream uh, is, avail is available to you for the first time every Sunday evening around about 6.30 p.m. And then shortly after on Monday, we convert this into a podcast that's available to you as well. And then it's, of course, archived on the student ministry website and YouTube uh, for video recordings and playbacks anytime throughout the week. Uh, so the Sunday stream is here for you to stay connected, catch up on what went down on Wednesday nights, and uh, just just an opportunity to, to see to see what's going on in our ministry. Well, let me get us opened up in prayer here this morning, dear Heavenly Father, or this evening, <laughs> dear Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for uh, the Bible. We've been spending a lot of time discussing the Bible and what it is, and we just pray that um, that you enlighten us even more as to how it works in our lives. Uh, thank you so much for opportunities to stay connected. We just ask you to guide us through uh, the week and give us, uh, give us what we need to get through the week uh, in a way that, is, that feels so encouraging and so um, purposeful as we, as we work to advance your kingdom. We love you. Amen. Well, those of you who have been joining us on Wednesday nights know that we started a new uh, place of meeting. Our, our, our meeting location has changed and we have been uh, meeting over at the church office building, the Resonate Church office building, utilizing all three floors, uh, doing our best to stay socially distant and uh, wearing masks. We're trying to keep everybody uh, safe and operating out of caution as we, as we navigate our student ministry programming, as we await our big uh, move in to our new building, which is going to be really, really exciting. Um, but we are going to continue to meet in the church building until that uh, no longer becomes available to us, which is no time soon. I, I think the only reason we would not continue to meet in there is if it didn't work for us. But everything seems to be working out just fine with optimal space to spread out, place to watch videos, uh, even have some activities and games. Um, so that's working out just fine. Uh, believe it or not, it's amazing how God works. Um, so... That's a blessing. That really is a blessing because when it started getting cold and the snow was falling, 
we didn't really have uh, an easy in for a new spot because spaces that we would typically use would not were not available to us. But the church office building has worked out incredibly well. So that is wonderful, wonderful news. So let's continue to meet there at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Uh, we'll have another uh, night of programming this next Wednesday night. And then just a reminder, students, uh, devotionals for all the, the lessons are available on the student ministry web, the web our webpage. So if you just go and Google Resonate Community Church, you're going to see um, our, our website pop up right away, Resonate Community Church. And then what you'll do is uh, under About, click on Students. And then once you click on Students, you're on our webpage. Really easy. Scroll down. Of course, you'll see the, the, the archived edition of the latest Sunday stream, which you're viewing right now. Uh, and also a link to this week's devotionals. So those will be available to you <coughs> uh, as soon as this video is over. Those, those devotionals are there for you. And they are made to be done one per day. Uh, they connect into our lesson. Uh, and I think you'll find them very meaningful and very valuable. So don't be afraid to use the devotionals, especially if you don't have a devotional plan right now. Many of you already do, and in that case, great, that's awesome. But if you need something else or something to stay connected a little more tightly to what we're studying in our student ministry, uh, those are there for you. So I hope you find those uh, helpful. And of course, we'll pass out copies of those on Wednesday nights as well. Well, today on the Sunday stream, we are going to be wrapping up our four-week series on Explained, and it's just a great way to get the year started And uh, in terms of how the Bible can really, really um, just play an incredible, incredible part in our lives. Um, we've spent the month talking about different ways we engaged in the Bible. We've heard from students and, and, and talk about how, how they use the Bible, and of course, our small group leaders have shared testimonies and stories about how they use the Bible as well. Uh, but today, a little preview as to what's going to be shared with you in the video today. Um, and remember, we talked about this last week, this is going to be a video that we shared on Wednesday night. So, but there is power in replay. There is power in listening to it again. Uh, you're going to, you're going to pick up on something you missed the first time because there's a lot of content in this. So, um, if you're like, Oh, I've already seen this, just let it play through, let it play through. It's going to take about 10 minutes. So don't, uh, it's not going to, it's going to take the entire day away from you. But what we're going to be getting into in this video is sometimes when we're in the Bible, it seems like we don't get all the answers exactly the way that we want them and exactly in that time that we want them. But God has a way of using the Bible in particular for this, for, for this study we're talking about the Bible. God has a way to, to use the Bible to really give you the information and the leadership and the guidance and counseling that you need in the moment. And he just does it in a really, really unique, bizarre way. And oftentimes, more often than not, it's done in ways that we don't expect. And so we're going to hear a little bit about that. Uh, and then the whole idea that the, the, that the Bible takes stories to illuminate um, uh, steps that you should be taking in your life and to make parallels between stories in the Bible and to make connections to your life as well. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about, about that. But you see these examples that are in the Bible and then... We find ourselves asking, asking as believers, like, okay, so if that happened to Jonah, for instance, how does that play out for me? How does that play out for me? What, what can I learn from that so that I can apply that from my life? And again, this video does a great job in, in talking that through. So without any further ado, here comes week four, the final week of Explained. And I'll be back after the video to wrap things up with you. All right, enjoy.
So let's start today with an important question. Have you ever heard of a pogo stick? The best way I can describe it is a stick that bounces. Now they were huge back in the day when I was a kid, which wasn't that long ago, and they've tried to make a comeback a few times. If you search the term insane pogo stunts, uh, it's worth a YouTube session one day if you're bored. Now this past Christmas, I got my son one for one of his presents. I was so excited. I had visions of me being the gift giver of the year. But as it turns out, my son doesn't weigh enough to get the springs to go up and down when he jumps. So now the pogo stick is leaning against a wall in our garage, gathering dust, and maybe next to one or two other failed Christmas presents. And in the same place it's been since Christmas. Let's say that the gift giver of the year award went to the dad down the street who got his daughter a puppy. The old pogo stick didn't deliver the way I hoped it would. Now you've probably experienced that before. Maybe you got a gift or spent your money on something you were pumped to get, but then you discovered that it wasn't all it was hyped up to be. You were expecting more and you got less. Or in this series, we've been talking about the Bible. And if we're honest, sometimes the Bible can feel the same way. Like it's not all it's hyped up to be. For you, maybe the Bible hasn't delivered what you were told it would. For example, maybe you've heard the Bible described as a guidebook or an instruction manual. Maybe you've heard it described as a place to find a solution to all your problems. Maybe you've been told that any questions you have about life, the Bible has the answer. Maybe the Bible seems like it should work like Google. Got a question? Bible it. But we all know that isn't true. We can't search the Bible for info we want about TikTok or clout or Taco Bell nacho fries. I mean, the Bible doesn't even specifically address the topic of dating. How could it possibly have something to say to us about our lives today? Sometimes, in fact, it seems like the Bible answers the questions we're not asking, like what to do if there's conflict between church leaders, or how was the nation of Israel formed, or who was Jesus's great, 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 great grandpa? And sometimes it feels like the Bible doesn't answer the questions we are asking, like, when am I gonna have my first boyfriend or girlfriend? How can I get my little sister to stop bothering me? Why is my schoolwork so exhausting and stressful? I mean, does it even matter? And this leaves us wondering, if the Bible doesn't really answer my questions, then is it really useful? Okay, pause. Since we're in church, you probably won't hear anyone say, no, the Bible's not useful. Plus, almost every church has some people in it who would confidently say that the Bible has changed their lives. So what do they have that we don't? What are we missing? What needs to be explained to us when it comes to the Bible? And you know what? Those are actually great questions. And it's what we're gonna spend the next few minutes talking about. Now to get answers for the questions that we have about what the Bible should be for us, we're gonna take a look at a passage of scripture from a book called Psalms. This is a collection of poems and songs and prayers from people about their experience with God or their circumstances. And we're gonna look at Psalm 119. And the writer says this, your word is a lamp for my feet a light on my path. And we all understand the idea of, of having light. We know the good that it serves. Nobody wants to drive at night with the headlights off, right? Nobody wants the electricity to go out in the place where we live. Nobody likes to, to try to find the way to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, in the dark. 
Because when it's dark, light makes all the difference. The writer is saying that God's word is a light for the path of our lives, which is great, but it's also saying what it's not. It's like headlights, but not a GPS. It's like a headlamp, but not a map. It's like a flashlight, but not a survival guide. Okay, imagine a magic eight ball. You know, one of those like cheap toys that you're supposed to shake and ask questions and the little contraption inside gives you like some kind of random answer, right? Now imagine asking this $10 toy to decide what you're going to do after graduation. Magic eight ball, what college should I apply to? And you shake it and it says, you know, you may rely on it. Great, what does that mean? Should, should I go to any school? Should I stay in state? What should I major in? Don't you even care about that magic eight ball? I mean, of course I'm being silly, but you get it. This isn't helpful for that. Or imagine if I tried to use my phone's GPS to deal with my friend drama. I feel like I would type it in and it would just keep saying rerouting, rerouting like over and over and over again. And even if there was an instruction manual for dating, let's be honest, no one ever reads instruction manuals. I spend more time in my car than anywhere else. If it breaks, my whole life is put on hold until it's fixed. But do I ever read the instruction manual? Nope. Now, do you see the difference? A map, a GPS, or an instruction manual will clearly tell you what to do and where to go. The Bible doesn't do that. But what the Bible does do is it will light up where you're at and show you what you may want to watch out for. But it doesn't always tell you an exact answer like we often want. A light illuminates your path so you're better equipped to make the best choice. Most of the time, however, we get frustrated because we want the Bible to give us specific answers. Instead, the Bible lights up the whole picture. It helps us connect all the pieces in our lives. And because of the Bible, we can see a lot more and a lot more clearly and then move forward and make the best choices. Simply put, I like to think of it this way. The Bible brings things to light. So instead of seeing the Bible as an instruction manual, we can look at it like a light that guides us. It's a light for our path as we take steps forward. It can help us navigate paths that feel uncertain or scary or confusing. And the light doesn't force you to go a certain way, but it gives you the opportunity to use wisdom to take the next right step. And the dark, so often feels uncertain and scary and unknown. And if you've ever been in the dark, then you know that light is helpful before an emergency becomes an emergency, right? That's why you turn on the headlights before you start driving, so you don't crash your car. The Bible works the same way. It gives us light before we stumble into trouble. It's helpful to us way before we ever need it. Now, earlier in Psalm 119, the writer says this, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's how we should use God's word. Not as a genie or a magic eight ball or Google Maps app or an instruction manual that we only turn to when we're desperate for help, but instead as a light that's turned on ahead of time, hidden in our hearts and tucked in our minds and our memories. When something comes up, we're ready for it. We have what we need. When we hide God's word in our hearts, we're prepared to make the best and wisest decisions possible. We avoid trouble. We avoid hurting ourselves. We avoid hurting others. And at some point, we'll all face decisions where we need answers. And it'll be tempting to treat the Bible like Google and search for specific answers. But when we treat the Bible that way, it can actually lead to more confusion. 
Now, on the other hand, when we use the Bible as a light and a lamp, we see the bigger picture. The entire path is illuminated. It doesn't mean that our immediate questions get immediate answers, but it does mean that we'll see all of life with more clarity. So here's the thing. The Bible is something that you have to spend time with. If you want to learn to play the guitar or crush a new video game or learn the lyrics to every Billie Eilish song, you have to spend some time working at it. It takes time. And the more time you spend with it, the more you know it. The Bible is the same way. The more you use it as a light, the more you'll see that the Bible is best understood this way. It's not an instruction manual. It's a light to show you what's ahead. It helps you correct things before they go wrong. Now this happens when we learn from the experiences of the people written about in the Bible. We learn from choices they made. We learn from what wisdom looks like by reading about their lives. Their accounts and experiences reveal more about God and who he is and what he's like. The Bible invites us to observe what happens on its pages and helps us then live our lives in response to what we find there. And over time, we discover that it influences the decisions we make. Practically speaking, what does this look like? Well, here are a few easy steps to reading the Bible and using it as a lamp in your life. First, read a passage from the Bible for 10 minutes. John is a great place to start. The other Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs are also great. The point is to spend 10 dedicated minutes just reading. And as you read, think about what you can observe from the writer's life or what they talk about. Second, talk to someone about what you read. Maybe that's a leader at church or another trusted adult. And for as long as there has been the Bible, there have been traditions of talking about it and debating it and asking questions about it with other people. Reading and learning the Bible was never intended to be a solo event. So when you invite other people in with their experience and their own wisdom, they'll be able to help you understand what the Bible may be lighting up in your own life. And third, memorize it. Pick a verse and commit it to memory. Deciding to memorize a verse is like making a decision to pack a flashlight for a camping trip, just in case you need it. When you memorize a verse, you're tucking away something that you may not need right now, but what might be helpful later. And when you do need it, the wisdom and truth of what you've memorized will come to mind and it'll help you know what to do from that moment forward. The Bible brings things to light. It may not always give us the specific answers that we want in the moment, but over time, it illuminates the entire path of our lives. And that's why there are people in your church who talk about how the Bible has changed their lives. It can be confusing and tricky at times, but for anybody who knows how to play the guitar or the drums, it was confusing and tricky for them at first too. We have to put in the time to see the benefits of the Bible. And over time, it will help us better understand ourselves, others, and God. And when we use it like it was meant to be used, it can make our lives bigger and better. The question is this, are you willing to give it some time? Are you willing to stick with it until it begins to light up your life? I think you'll be glad that you did. All right. Well, that is a wrap for today's Sunday stream. I uh, hope, hope you found this whole series on Explained um, really, really moving. I know as I planned lessons and I know our small group leaders have planned lessons as well. 
Um, I, I know I can speak for myself. I have found this to be a really, really good series to get our school year started on. So uh, thank you for your engagement through through the first series of the year explained. Uh, wonderful. So I just do a few thanks. Of course, students, thank you so much for showing up on Wednesdays, checking in here on the Sunday stream, even on Sunday morning, seeing some of you at Resonate, our, our church. That was, That's really great as well. And thanks for our volunteers. Last week was a little bit of a tricky week. We had a few of our team members out, but Sarah and uh, uh, we're so grateful you were there. And of course, Carissa, Jason, and Kate, always, always awesome to have you there. Um, and then a special shout out to uh, Macy, Sarah, Jordan, and Madeline, our, some of our high school leaders, just stepping up and sharing some stories with our students last week. Um, really, really great. Uh, super, super thankful uh, for, your, uh, for your leadership with some of our younger students uh, last, last Wednesday. You did a phenomenal job. And of course, the friends over at Orange, our friends over at Orange, we're so grateful to have partnerships with you guys. Uh, so glad to... Um, to share your videos with our students. It's really wonderful, but goodness gracious, good all, most of all, most of all, we wanna thank our amazing Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's just amazing. And with that, um, we'll close us in prayer today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything you you bless us with. You know, we're going through some tough times and we're just grateful that um, that somehow, some way, you, 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 you help us put one foot in front of the other and uh, as we continue to navigate uh, this, tricky, this tricky school year. We're so grateful for everything you've provided us and, uh, and we just look forward to seeing where you will lead us next in our walk with you. We love you. Amen. Hey, have a great day, everybody, and I'll talk to you all very soon. Bye.